Tony Collette scares the fuck out of me. That's why I don't call that bitch by her fucking character name. I call her by her name. That bitch scared the fuck out of me, bitch. I'm not calling you. I'm calling you by your name. Your mama call you Clay. I'm going to call you Clay. You know, like, I'm going to call you by your damn name. She scared the fuck out of me. All right, so we are here. We're here. Hello. Welcome back. Welcome back to Don't Welcome Go In to There, the Girl. Don't... Yes. Yes. Welcome to the Don't Go In There, Girl podcast, um, where we have two lovely Black women discussing horror films because we've loved them since we've been a kid. Uh, and if you have not been here before, I am SD. And my lovely co-host is Miss Tut. Tut, say what's up, girl. What's up, everybody? I'm glad you're joining us today. Um, if it's your first time joining us, welcome, welcome, welcome. If you have been with us since the beginning, welcome back. We're glad to have you. Keep on listening to us. Um, I'm pretty excited about today because we're going to discuss a really, really great film. Um, so yeah, oh um, yeah, I'm, I'm excited about this one. Child, this film is, this is one of those films like the horror community. It's just like, you're like hardcore horror or you aren't. I, I, I'm i just kind of just like in the middle. I'm just like, you know what? It's, it's a horror film. It's so Some polarizing. It's, it's polarizing. It, really, it varies. Like you, you either love this film a whole bunch or you hate the shit out of it. Like, like in, in the horror groups that I'm in, that's all they talk about like oh how do you feel about this or i'm about to watch this film and you know i heard it was good and then they get on there and they're just like oh this movie was trash and it was boring and then some of them are like this movie was great you know all of the symbolism and all of this and then that and blah 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 so i'm just like we we just need to cover it because i just i'm i'm team hereditary is good so you know and and Tut just gave it away we're talking about the film hereditary yeah uh as far as the film overall i think it was a solid film um the thing i liked about the film the most was tony collette acting i wow. thought she acted phenomenal as annie she did a great job man this woman <sighs> this woman totally carried i'm sorry i'm eating um <laughs> Girl, I'm just like, what the fuck are you eating? I want some shit. I got my chocolate chip cookies, girl. <laughs> this woman, at, at least for me, like, especially with watching it recently for this episode, just watching her on screen, she ate this fucking film up. I mean, this, this woman's <laughs> acting was phenomenal in this film. Um, there's, there's the scene, and I know we're going to get into it, but it, it's the scene where she's like she she discovers what has happened with charlie and she is just on the fucking ground just like crying and like just she's just like uncontrollable and like every time i see that scene i'll be like god damn like because it, it looks and it feels real like it looks and it feels like 
this is the response that you would have if this happened to your child. Um, and just like the scene at the dinner table with the son and like she, and this, this one. Oh, when she go off, child, yes. like, oh. <laughs> I was like, wait, like. Oh, this what we doing in <laughs> So she she was just amazing in this film. And, and, you know, all of these years of watching horror films, like there are movies that are like just really endearing to you. And, and there are some things like because you've watched horror movies so much that they don't really scare you. But there is this one goddamn scene with Tony Collette that I'm just like, like when it, when it happened in the film, I was like, you know what, I'm good. I, I don't even, we don't even need to finish the film no more. Was, I already know what you're talking about. Girl. Because I, I was good. I was just like, and you know what's so crazy? I When I finally watched this film, I was just like, it was after a long day of like work. Mm -hmm. Like working jobs. And then laying in bed. And I was like, I'm going to watch this at, I'm going to watch this at one o'clock in the morning. <laughs> Bitch, no. That's not the best time to watch this film. Even though I can handle, even though I can handle it, when I seen certain scenes, I was just like, oh, <laughs> oh no. <laughs> Especially that one thing you talking about, because I know what you're talking about. Girl. And I was just like, mm -hmm. this is not what I need to see before I close my eyes. I was in the like, movie theater like, so we doing this? We, we doing this shit. Okay. All right. So she got to look directly at me as she do that. Like, okay. But yeah, we'll. A hard yeah, stare. Yeah. A hard we'll, stare. We'll touch on that later. But I was just like, yeah, I'm good. I don't need no more of this movie. I'm good. She, you know, if, if she wanted to unnerve the fuck out of me, she just did it. And she, like, I. She did her job. So, but yeah, I, I, I do think. Um, the overall the movie it was it was it was an engaging film like it, it is a really yeah. visual and intense film you know like there's there's not a lot of dialogue that happens but a lot of what affects you visual is the visual it's, it's more visual than dialogue yes um exactly. and and i love that and it's it's like what people call it. it's like a slow burn you know one of those slow burn movies i i honestly say i didn't really care for how it ended like when i first watched it i didn't really care for how it ended i didn't like the direction that it went in with the whole you know possession and you know all that kind of stuff i thought something i thought something yeah but i thought i thought it was going to end some kind of way i was hoping it was going to end some kind of way so i will definitely say like that part kind of disappointed me with the film um which is why i'm going to give it the rating that i gave it but overall okay. the film let's, is a good a good ass film let, let's let's just kind of do like a quick recap on the movie and then mm -hmm. we can like kind of break it down so the film starts with the obituary, Ellen Lee has passed. Um, she was 70 mm -hmm. years old. Um, she had been she had all these by her husband people. and her son. Uh, she is survived by her daughter, Annie, who is played by Tony Collette, um, and her two grandchildren, Charlie uh, and Peter, um, and her son-in-law, who is Stephen um, uh, Graham. Um, 
And so it comes in, we we're introduced into this film. Um, the dad is waking up the son uh, to put his suit on for the funeral. Um, and then he goes to get Charlie. He asked the son of Charlie, you know, if he knew if Charlie slept in her room last night. And he said he didn't know. So he goes to this tree house and you can see that the mom is already sitting in the car. She's already, you know, ready to go. Um, he goes and he gets Charlie out the tree house. So I guess she sleeps there or whatever, but he's like pissed at her because he's like, it's, it's cold at night. What the hell are you doing sleeping in here? Charlie spends a lot of time in this tree house, apparently. Um, so they're going to the, the funeral for the mom, um, and the mom is giving, uh, this eulogy about her mom. Um, and it's an interesting eulogy. Like she talks about, you know, her mom, um, and she makes a comment. She says, it's, it's nice to see so many new and strange faces here today. Um, and then she goes into, um, how her a mom, point uh -huh. that we need to, uh, focusing on that oh that because they had the strange and interesting people new people at the absolutely oh, yes um so she goes into this eulogy and she talks about how her mom was a secretive and private person um she says her mom had private rituals private friends private anxieties um and then you know while she's giving this eulogy about her mom you know she talks about like she strangely comments like on a relationship with her mom and you know the way that her mom was is probably why she's the way she is. Um, in between them doing um, like hearing her talk at the eulogy, you see these different cuts um, to different scenes in the, in, in, the, in the funeral. One of the scenes involves Charlie looking at her grandmother's body. And then the next thing you know, it cuts away to the strange man who's looking at Charlie and he smiles at her. And I was like, what kind of motherfucking Chester child molester shit is going on? But it, right? it, it happens real quick, but you know, it's it's still, it's, it's just creepy. Don't smile at that child like that. Um, and if you notice, like there's a lot of different things that you notice in, um, in, in the, in the, in like these different scenes, you know, like th there's pay, there's attention being paid to like what the grandmother is wearing, the necklace that she's wearing, all of the different strange people, um, in here. And then there's one particular scene where the, Charlie is watching this woman who's standing at her grandmother's body. And the woman puts some type of oil or something on the grandmother's lips. And so Charlie's just looking and sh like she ain't saying shit, but it's, it's just real strange. Like what the fuck did she do to this woman? And so Charlie then takes a bite of her chocolate bar and her dad comes over there and the dad is like, well, you know, does this bar have nuts in it or whatever, blah, blah, blah. And he's like, no. Um, Charlie was like, no. So they get ready to leave. And so as they're leaving, the mom so comes gonna leave that up to the child? Thank because, you. Because the mom was like, where's the bitch? The bitch has an allergy. Have she, your epipen on your purse she or, obviously, or in your pocket. Yes, yeah, she obviously it's has a nut allergy. And y'all ask it, do you have to, it, does that have nuts in it? Do you have the epipen? How fucking negligent are you as a, as parents? Like y'all know this child has a nut allergy and y'all asking the child if this goddamn bar has nuts. If it did or if it didn't, how the fuck y'all gonna help her if don't nobody have no goddamn epipen at this bitch? Girl. So but just, it, just the it's it's obvious, you know, it's at least you know to us 
well-worn horror folks it's obviously a setup for something but you know whatever so they leave um and then they get home and the mom is just like you know it feels weird like she makes a comment it feels weird that my mom is not here and then she feels like you know should I be sadder and I'm just like well you know that's you know if it's it's your relationship if we had friends right you know um, so Tony Collette, and it's a shame I cannot. <laughs> her character's name is Annie. Her name because, is Annie. Yeah, but Tony Collette is so great. Like you just be like Tony Collette. Yeah, I have to call her Tony Collette. Like I can't call her by her character. Like I could call everybody else by their character: Charlie, Peter, Stephen, Ellen, uh, 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 Joan, everybody. But Tony Collette, because she's so fucking goddamn awesome and she rocks in this film, I'm addressing her by her real goddamn name because she's she's fucking awesome. Um, so Tony Collette, she works for this art gallery and she's putting together this she's a miniaturist so she makes these like miniature scenes and stuff um of basically of her life like different things that are going on in her life um for this art show and she has these different scenes like like you know uh, just anything that happens but it's tiny little miniature things that it creeps me out um but she's having this conversation with charlie she goes to check on charlie and she you know lets charlie know um that the grandmother considered Charlie as her favorite. You know, she says, you know, you were her favorite, you know, you, you were her favorite. Even as a baby, she wouldn't let me feed you because she needed to feed Which you. Which I thought was fucking weird. It is weird as fuck. Why, why do y'all, Caucasian folks, why do y'all engage in this type of bullshit? Because if my mama, and I love my mama, my mama, I don't even have kids, oh, but I know if I had kids, I, I, I know if my mama came to me and told me she needed to feed my child, we was going to have to square up because this is not your child. Oh, like, you what you mean, you, you taking them to you giving them some Happy Meals? Like, what you, are you talking about? Hey, right, my child ain't old enough for Cinnamon Toast Crunch. So what, what the fuck are you talking about feeding my child? Like, that bottom you know and you're too old like why are you even lactating so they, they're having this conversation and i'm just like no 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 cut why is that old bitch lactating bruh like i i don't know because you know she, <laughs> she, she whose child whose children has she been lactating and feeding all these years because this is you know her children old as fuck so which which so she just been letting she just been letting children suffer at her teeth like what is happening here why why if if I just had my child I'm in my fifties or forties or whatever and I just had my child who 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 you been letting keep sucking your titties so that you can still have milk available that's nasty as fuck old lady that's that's nasty as fuck grandma um but yeah that's what she told charlie you know she needed to feed you and and she wouldn't let me feed you and charlie tells her she wanted me to be a boy tony collette assumes that charlie means that you know she you know well she you know i was a tomboy and you know blah 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 whatever and all this kind of stuff um but you know charlie is he is bothered by something 
Um, she doesn't really talk to her mom. She doesn't really engage with her mom. So, you know, her mom says goodnight or whatever. Um, the dad goes to visit Peter um, to see how Peter's doing. And Peter's surprisingly fine. You know, he's typical teenager, you know, don't really give a crap about nothing. But um, but I'm, I'm guessing they were okay, but they weren't all that close either. You know, people are like trying to figure out should they be sadder, you know, or whatever. Um, and then Tony goes into this, this, I guess, the attic or whatever. And she finds this, you know, she has this box of her mother's things. Um, and in this box, she finds a letter that her mom wrote to her. And it says, because, you know, I wrote it down. Um, my darling, dear, beautiful Annie, forgive me all the things I could not tell you. Please don't hate me and try not to despair your your losses. You will see in the end that they were worth it. Our sacrifice will pale next to the rewards. Love, mommy. And I was like, what kind of fucking final note is that? <laughs> to send to your daughter. What what in the entire fuck? What were y'all, I don't know, was y'all relationship? It's not like, you know, bitch, I left, I left the gold jewelry down <laughs> here. Or, like, check this or reach out to this banker. Like, wh what? Forgive me all the things I could not tell you. Our sacrifice will pale next to the rewards. Bitch, what you talking about? Bitch, you did. Like, what kind of inconclusive message is this? I got to do blue clues to find out what you're talking about. <laughs> Like, how the fuck you Bitch, still, you're gonna, you're gonna, die, still leave, you're gonna you leave me a note and you still ain't gonna clarify the shit that you trying to clarify by not clarifying? And your ass is dead. <laughs> and your ass is dead. So I can't like come up to you and ask you like, what does this mean? Like, bitch, be, be clear. Be clear. God damn it. Be clear. As she, as she finishes reading this note, Bitch, she looks in the fucking corner of the room and it's dark. And it looks like her mama is standing in the fucking A white woman in a gown. I'm just like, yes. And I was like, bitch, why are we still in this attic? Why we ain't burnt this attic down yet? And so like, she she thinks she sees her mama and then she look in the corner and again and her fucking mama is gone. And that's when I'm about to sell a house. Like, I don't have time for this. I, I don't, you just died. I don't have time for this. Like that ghost clearly looked like my mama. That bitch dead. And so, that's when my mama's come up to me like Glenda the Good Witch. Like, what? what are you doing? Coming out the sky, glistening and, and shimmering and shit. If my mama ain't coming <laughs> to me like this, she got to get the fuck out. Or we got to get the fuck out the house. One of the two. Because, no. I'm not um, sure that. But like she 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 goes in and she like she she's she goes in her room. I guess she goes in the 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 room where she's doing her little miniature stuff or whatever. Um, and then she looked at this miniature that she has, and then she turns it around. So to her, she's turning around so she don't need to see it anymore. But we see what it is, and it's a fucking tiny model of Annie. Uh, Tony, Miss Miss Tony Collette, in bed feeding her baby, and this other little miniature looking grandma looking fucking 
miniature with its boobs out so she can feed this baby and i'm like the fuck like that was my response the fuck what no girl the fuck a, a queer let me if my mama would have came in my goddamn room while i was trying to feed my child and she took a fucking titty out and told me to let her feed my baby we was gonna square up that's all i'm saying we was we was gonna fucking square up both like, of us oh what are you doing both of us titties out was what are you feeling in that fucking room you better get that fucking titty away from my child's face this is not your child she don't need your t- and, and if and if you fix your mouth to object to me not wanting you to breastfeed my child I'm gonna uppercut you with the strength of every fucking Dragon Ball Z Super Saiyan out there. I don't understand how y'all put yourselves in this fucking situation like this. I don't. I I don't. Don't don't no other fucking woman need to be breastfeeding my goddamn child. I don't care if you my grandma. I don't care if you my twin sister. I don't care. If you the fucking benevolent librarian who helped me check out my books, if you bitches walk up on me trying to feed my goddamn child with your fucking titty, bitch, we gonna fight. We gonna fucking fight. And and that's all I got to fucking say about that. We gonna fight. Fucking feed my goddamn child. Your fucking titty, bitch. Put your titty back. Put fucking. 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 Push the shit out of you. <laughs> Put that fucking city back, bitch. <laughs> so fucking angry. This shit made me mad. Bitch, don't you dare. Don't you dare fix your mouth or your titty. <laughs> so fucking breastfeed my child. <laughs> I had to let her have you because she couldn't feed you, bitch. <laughs> if you. I'm about to sit, sit your ass to hospice right now. You ain't even old enough for hospice right now, bitch. You going to hospice today. You going to hospice today. Shit. Okay, okay, let's continue, girl. I can't. So. (laughs) So after this, we see the kids are at school. Um, and you know, and, and Charlie's in class and there's a bird that just so happens to fly into the window. Bam! Fucking blind ass bird. Don't know. <laughs> don't even know where the fuck he going. He flying to the fucking window and the children are all fucking whoo! And because you know, it's children. Um, children. And so then eventually, uh, Charlie finds her way downstairs <laughs> and cuts off the pigeon's fucking head. Wait, wait, wait. No, no. This might need to chime in. This child is fucking weird. First of all, I mean, okay. She she just has these physical characteristics that are off, but like Tut, explain, and I don't know if we cut this part off in the podcast or not, but I guess this actress has some kind of syndrome that might play into her looks so that coupled with her just being weird it's just off 
who who does this? Because like, let me tell you something. When I was a child, I've seen some dead birds on the floor, and I've just been like, oh, dead bird. Like we might scoop it up or not fuck it with it, and we like throw it in the trash. We like just dispose of this bitch. Cuts the head off with scissors. She she took the scissors off of the desk. First of all, you come from this weird fucking family. The tone of this movie, you look weird in the face. You cut scissors off. It's just like, (sighs) I don't trust this child at all. I'm already like on the defense of this child. And I don't like to be on the defense of children. Because I'm just like, children are children. You know, they, they just be children <laughs> they're all they, they just have different things going on but girl i can't fuck with charlie from jump street girls i just jump charlie went downstairs and cut that damn bird's head off and i was like charlie bruh um this is how we get no. coronavirus. this is how we get coronavirus shit like this because you know because children be children in the wrong goddamn way. Um, but as she's cutting... That's the wrong way to children. <laughs> that is, yes, that is the incorrect way to children. As as Charlie is incorrectly children by cutting this damn bird's head off, we see this woman across the street, and Charlie sees this woman um, across the street staring at her in and gown. at her. Um, and it's just like, what the fuck? Like strange danger, perhaps. But the, the woman is far away, like she's across the street. But she's just a staring and waving at Charlie, and like you know, it's it's just it's just weird. Um, so there, at some point, um, Ellen goes back to. I'm sorry, uh, Tony Collette uh, goes back to Ellen's room. You know where where her mother was. Um, and she looks in the room. I think she thinks she heard something or something like that. And she goes in the room, she looks around. And if you notice, there's a triangle on the floor of, of Ellen's room. She doesn't know why the triangle is there. I don't even really know if she sees it because um, she doesn't really like react to it or whatever. Um, and then they get a call from the cemetery. And so the husband takes the call and he mentions the word, something about desecrated and all this kind of stuff. And then he, you know, he gets off the phone and so the Tony Collette asks, you know, well, what did the cemetery say and blah, blah, blah. And the husband says, oh, it was something about billing um, and I'll go check it out and blah, blah, blah. And in the meantime, she's leaving and he asks her, you know, where she's going. Imagine getting billing. Imagine getting like a billing call about a cemetery, isn't it weird? <laughs> like all the shit we have to deal with. Right, all this shit we got to deal with, and y'all calling me about my invoice, bitch. Like the the. No, no, no. I mean the invoice about like a cemetery. That's yeah, crazy. yeah. That's what I'm saying. But like, yeah. So he says it's billing crap, um, and he's he's gonna take care of it. And then he asked her, um, where's she going? And she said she's going to a movie. Um, they're both lying to each other because we see that the wife is going to um, a meeting for you know people who are grieving you know I guess bereavement yeah, yeah. bereavement 
Um, and so she goes to this meeting. She definitely hesitates going in, um, but she finally goes. Um, and then she mm -hmm. talks to the group. It's like she raises her hand at first and then she's almost reluctant to do it. And then she winds up opening up to the group. Um, and she and says, she you know, her ass up. oh my God, like she starts off and she says, you know, she's had a lot of resistance to these things, but then she talks about her family and her relationship. She mentions that her mom had um, DID or dissociative identity disorder um, and that her mom also Thank had Thank you for, because um, I did not know what DID was at mm -hmm. first. Now I'm just like, I didn't have enough time to Google it. So thank yeah. you dissociative identity disorder and dementia. Um, and she also says that, you know, um, her brother um, also had, you know, mental illness. The brother suffered from schizophrenia. Um, and before he, you know, he left a note for them um, before he, you know, committed suicide. Um, and it said that he accused, the notes accused his mother of, putting people inside of him or trying to put people which inside was a very which is like going forward mm -hmm. when you look at the movie that's a very pivotal pivotal point excuse me yes. like because you don't think about it you're just like she's just talking yeah and i think even when i even watch the full movie i didn't even think back to that point but like that's a very important statement I mean, even even the even the disclosure that her mom had DID, that her mom had you know dissociative identity disorder, is it's the it's like the presence of two or more distinct personalities. So it it kind of goes into what we discover about the mom later on in the film, you know. Um, so yeah. it's 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 funny how they like tie all of these different like things that this woman is involved with to yeah. you know, mental illness. You know, the, 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 the brother had schizophrenia, but he knew his mom was trying to put people inside of him, you know. Um, and she also- So it's like, are these people, are, it's like, are these people really crazy or are they really experiencing something that the scientific medical community can't put a name on? Exactly. Which makes you think, I mean, and if you want to do a deeper dive, it's just like, what some people, like, because I believe, like, there's mental illness out there. Mm -hmm. Child, there have been moments I've had, like, some depression, I'm just like, what's going on? But, like, um, are people out there experiencing some things that might be really what's happening, what they're visualizing? but because the scientific and medical community can't put a name on it and can't diagnose, we chop it down to this is what we think it is based off of, you know, our research and studies. It's, right. it's pretty interesting. Yeah, because they, they need to have some type of explanation for it. They have to make it about this when it's really totally like something else that exactly never even dealt with. Um, Annie herself also suffers from sleepwalking. Um, so it's a lot of different things that, that are going on in this family, how her family suffered from mental illness and, you know, like died and, you know, things like that. She also mentions in this, this meeting, um, Ellen and Charlie's relationship um, and how uh, Ellen was very, you know, important in you know, raising Charlie, like she basically says, 
um, when she had Peter, um, her and her mother, um, Tony Collette and her mother had been estranged at that point. So she wouldn't let the mother um, get near Peter. But when she had Charlie, mm-hmm. um, she pretty much gave Charlie to her mother, you know, um, and 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 Char and, and Ellen, you know, the grandmother had such like a, a significant role in raising Charlie, you know. So she mentions all of these different things in this meeting. Um, and then the next thing we know, we you know further along, um, Peter, uh, he's you know smoking, and you know he gets this text from his friend about a party that he wants to go to or whatever, and blah blah blah. Um, Charlie in a meeting. Charlie is in her room um, and she gets like she sees this really strange beam of light in her room. And I'll definitely say when I when I saw this movie for the very first time, I didn't notice this light at all. It wasn't until like maybe the second time. You had to go back and see it the second time. Yeah. That's when I noticed noticed it. Um, So she sees this beam of light in her room and the beam of light attracts her and goes like outside. So it leads Charlie outside. Um, She, um, she she goes outside to look at it and i think she brings the crazy bird head with her or some shit i i don't know she's she's fucking crazy um so she goes outside um in the meantime (laughs) peter goes to talk to his mom um about going to this party and so the mom is and and this exchange annoyed the fuck out of me for some reason um peter asked because it was annoying yeah yeah peter asked to go um to to this this school barbecue thing like you know we we know he's lying this ain't no fucking school thing but even still this nigga wanted to go kick it he 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 wanted to go kick it with his fucking friends you know um but he 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 wanted to do things with his friends right and and ain't nothing wrong with doing hood rat shit with your friends ain't nothing wrong with it but don't lie about it but anyway, it regardless, he wanted. No, you to have to lie to your parents because, right. like, the parents don't want to hear you. So, so he 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 goes to his mom, and they have this awkward conversation. And he asks, "Can he go to this school event?" And blah blah blah. Like, she's like, "What is it?" And he's like, "A school barbecue event." And blah blah blah. Um, and she's like, "Are you gonna take your sister?" And he says, first of all, what's the age? First of all, before you even continue, what's the age gap between Charlie and his sister? Because Peter." Like, Peter is 16. Charlie is 13. No. No. (laughs) No. That's a, you know what? It's three years, but that's three very incremental developmental years. Hell no. Yeah. Bitch, no. Yeah. So, like, what's your kid? Yeah. Her mom. Her mom was a trash asshole who didn't want to watch her kid because she's going through whatever. But like that bitch, little Charlie been going through whatever because you crazy. Her grandparents are crazy. Her 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 uncle been crazy. Watch your kid and bomb their kid and let Peter do it. 
trash, but, trash, but, trash, but, trash. But my Period. thing is this, Charlie's ass is 13 years old. You, you could literally leave a child alone in the house. I think once they've reached like 11 or 12 or something like that. This 13 year old child can watch her goddamn self if she wanted to. And it's the 2013. That child has the access to Google, YouTube, TikTok. She's doing TikTok dances. Even if she's not, she she just has a lot of things that she can. She ain't gotta go with him. She she really bitch. don't. She don't. But it, it was you're just it being was, a trash ass mother. It was it was just a comedy. It, it, it annoyed the shit out of me. But you know it it you you gonna take your sister and he was like uh does she wanna go. <laughs> And she was like, uh, have you asked her? And I was like, what the fuck? Like, this this boy just wanted to- Charlie don't even know that this is even happening. Right. Charlie don't even know that a fucking party is happening. So why the fuck would you even be like, oh, did you even ask her? No, bitch, I didn't ask her because I'm not planning on fucking bringing her. Like, why would I ask her, do she want to go to a party with- I don't want to go to a party with my sister. But like she basically like forces this child on him um, to to go to this party, and like when 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 Charlie gets back and no 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 they go and look for Charlie. Charlie in the meantime has come from out of the treehouse with this fucking headless pigeon, um, and she is looking I'm like fucking, fucking dazed and shit. And she walks out to this field. Um, and you does see, does she look dazed? Is that how she looks? No, girl, she was fucking dazed. <laughs> you going to hell? I swear to God. <laughs> you, you fucking. That's why I'm not hell. gonna have kids. God gonna kill me. God gonna kill me. You are going to hell. That child was looking dazed when she came out of this damn thing. Um. And so she's walking towards this field. And when you look into the field, it looks like a woman is sitting down there. To me, it looks like her grandmother because her, her grandmother had that really short kind of blondish kind of cut with that white like, dress on. And she's sitting in a field in, in a clearing in the woods that's set on fire. And so Charlie's ass is just out there looking and, you know, just chilling with, with her fucking headless pigeon her pigeon head and then annie comes out there and like scolds her for being outside and barefoot and shit but she didn't even like acknowledge if she saw anything on fire out there or whatever um and so like charlie says i want my grandmother and like tony collette kind of like takes that personally and gets upset with her so they get inside and she tells charlie um that she's going to this party with peter and Charlie doesn't want to fucking go. Like Charlie is like, I'm good. I can stay home. I don't want to want to go. And she's basically. Uh, hey, hey, let's stop. Let's stop before we get to. Why was this even a thing? If Charlie does not want to go, and Peter does not want her to go, what? Why? She she forced that child why? to go. She didn't want to deal. She wanted to just be in her little element and, and she didn't want to it wasn't it. like charlie was gonna fuck with it charlie was probably gonna be in the treehouse or in her charlie, room charlie's what ass, is the problem charlie's ass was already outside not fucking with nobody watching her grandma in a fire charlie was good charlie was out there it children children incorrectly but minding all yeah, you know business. sometimes sometimes parents be 
over parenting. Yes. Still, just fucking, you know what? This is a blessing that you got a kid. You got one kid who want to go to this party who don't want to fuck with you. You got one kid who want to be in a fucking tree who don't want to fuck with you. Bitch, if you don't fucking lotion your feet, eat some popcorn and watch Netflix, like, what the fuck? The fucking, the fucking art gallery is already like, you know, okay, get an extension on your shit and blah, 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 bitch. You chill. This fucking baby wasn't worried about nothing. The baby was outside living her best life with her fucking pigeon head, just in her motherfucking tree house doing her. She was good. And you got to fucking force this child to go to a fucking party that she don't want to go to because what? So you can sit around and play with your motherfucking miniature baby dolls and the, the girl wasn't even worried about you. Give that fucking girl an iPad, a tablet or some shit. Give her the fucking subscription to fucking Netflix or, or some shit and let her do her. I fucking hate that shit. Stop, stop making your fucking children babysit for you. Like stop doing that shit. Hello. Fuck, that child yeah. is 13 years old. She know how to fucking read and write and wipe her own ass. And she probably know how to fix and it. Cut heads, and cut heads of birds. Right. Weird ass. She, she know how to fucking if your cut, child can cut a head. bird head. She, she know what to do. Shit. But she, she, she basically tells that child to go with her brother. You know. And I was just like, Tony Collette, you use a use a fuck girl for that shit. That that was some bullshit right there. So they 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 basically go to this party, drive out in the fucking, I don't know where the fuck they go at, but I people, why y'all live in these places that don't have no fucking light on these fucking roads that these children are driving on? They basically driving through the fucking desert to get to this motherfucker. They driving on Route 666. Yes, yes, Route 666. That's what the fuck they was driving at. The bitch ain't got no fucking lights, no nothing. But anyway, they're driving past. And if you notice, they drive past a pole. And that pole has the symbol of the necklace that the, the grandmother was wearing. Um, I did not catch that. I yes. have to go back and look at that. Yes, ma'am. It is on that pole. That is the exact pole where the shit that's going to happen is going to happen in the film. Um, wait, wait. Is that the... We'll get, we'll get there. We'll get yeah. there. So... We'll get there. They're at the party. They arrive at the party or whatever. And, and, and you know, Charlie, not Charlie, Peter's walking around, you know, looking at his, he's meeting up with his friend. And there's this girl that he's interested in talking to. In the meantime, they hurry up and show a quick clip of some girls in the kitchen chopping up a fucking ass load of nuts. I mean, just going at it. Chop, 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 chop. chop. They chopping this shit up. Charlie, not Charlie, um, Charlie's just wandering around. Uh, Peter meets up with this girl that he obviously likes and asks the girl if she likes to smoke and if she want to smoke or whatever. And the girl was like, hell yeah, let's go upstairs and smoke or whatever. Peter tells Charlie to go occupy herself. Now, this is where I felt like he was a fuck boy because this is your fucking sister. Hell yeah. fucking know nobody here. So why the fuck would you leave her here amongst any knowing that knowing that she's like not only young mm-hmm. but she has an allergy yes and kids we be down to just eat what my grown adult ass is just like oh what's that you know <laughs> like so a child even outside of just the eating things like you're her brother you're her fucking you're a man brother. to the world like like really it's some it's some vagina that you don't even know is guaranteed worth it 
And you know what? It is. That's why I know these niggas ain't shit. That's why I know these niggas ain't shit. But continue, girl. He 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 leaves that child downstairs. Tell her to go occupy herself. Go do this. Go do that. Go eat. Go do this and blah blah blah. Whatever. Charlie sees this cake. It's delicious. So whatever. Charlie, I mean, Peter go his ass upstairs and the girl has friends upstairs. So I guess he thought him and the girl was going to go upstairs and smoke by themselves. The girl was like, I got two friends upstairs. Hey, y'all, we got some fucking smoke. So anyway, they start to smoke in the house. You know, they chilling or whatever. Charlie eats a piece of this fucking cake. And she's drinking water and i'm guessing she's noticing some shit is starting to happen she's starting to have a fucking reaction so she goes back upstairs and she charlie gets has a, to, the, to, the, to people listening to us, charlie has a nut allergy yeah she has a fucking this, nut this, allergy. this cake obviously has some nuts and i hate nut because niggas made nuts so nasty you know. peanuts allergy or some kind of mm-hmm. ground nuts yes. <laughs> She gets this allergic reaction to whole baby. She's having an anaphylactic shock. Yes. So he puts her, she goes upstairs. She she gets him, look, I can't breathe, nigga, whatever, blah, blah, blah. Um, and so yes, yeah, she goes in the anaphylactic shock. He gets her in the car. He's trying to drive her to the hospital. As she's he's driving. Charlie is back there suffering. She can't fucking breathe. So she opens the window and she leans out the window, leans out the window for air. The brother is flying, flying down the street. And then there's a deer or a dog or the the animal is already dead. Like it's already laying in the street. Um, And so he, he tries to avoid it. So he swerves to avoid it. And the fucking child hits her fucking head on the pole. And he pulls to a stop. And he's fucking in shock. Which, you know, I, I don't I don't fucking blame him. I'm I'm I would be in shock too because I just knocked my sister's fucking block off. Um so he's he he is in fucking shock like you can see it on his face he he looks in the back of the like using the rearview mirror and like he can't even bring himself to look because he's so fucking upset like so then eventually he pulls off really slowly and drives home and this and nigga pulls up Bad. This nigga pulls up, girl. I I felt a queer. I felt so bad for him, and then at the same time, I was like, "Nigga, what the fuck are you I doing?" Never, he, went to he he fucking went to bed. He he drove that bitch to the house, pulled that bitch up into the motherfucking driveway, crept his fucking ass upstairs. Didn't even tell his mom and them he was home, but they heard him come home because the mama was like, oh, they made it home and blah, blah, blah. This nigga didn't take a shower. He didn't, he didn't say, hey, mom and dad, I killed my sister. I hit, a, I hit a deer on a roll. He didn't do shit. That nigga walked upstairs in shot, got his ass in a bed. I don't even think he went to sleep. Like they just eventually he like- He didn't go to sleep. I don't no, no, think, no. yeah, I don't think he, he went to sleep. He laid he in that bed. He, 
No, because the whole time you seen he was up. Yeah, the whole time he that was, was awake the entire fucking time that night. The mama yes. got her ass up the next morning. Tony Collette got her ass up to go to Starbucks. Or Probably went to the mailbox. She said she was about to go run to a store and she'd be right back. Who shit <laughs> got to that motherfucking car? And you just hear this blood, like curdling scream, just like, ah! and I'm like, oh, nigga, no, why, <laughs> why you didn't, oh, this body been in here the whole damn night. You just, just, just chilling, just chilling, just chilling in the back seat with no head. Just, just, just getting rigor mortis. So like. The body was probably even contorted, like just fucked up, headless, blood oh. coagulating, flies on the blood. The mama, just, the a, mama sees I, this damn body. Before you even get for, further, how do you even take like a car to like, you know, the auto shop after that? You don't. You set it on fire at your house. <laughs> You, you like you that, can't that is, it's, it's no longer my car it's it's no longer my car it's it it is i might take the body out eventually because you know i have to bury my child but the car is no longer my car it's it that, that car is for the streets it's it's that car is for the streets <laughs> That that car is for the streets because you can't take that shit to cactus car wash and be like yeah just you tell it really good right like like you do you know my child was decapitated and i just need to clean it out you know like i didn't know that car get that smell out get that smell out like what what can you do girl that and then and then when she discovers the body they show a shot of the fucking head in the fucking streets this is why i chime in y'all covered in fucking ants this story, I don't know what. It was beautiful. Oh my god! Oh my god! It was graphically it was beautiful. That head was dead. I didn't even think that he was gonna do it. I was like, "Oh, this is just gonna be a suggestive thing." Yes. Child, when they showed that head, I was like, "Oh!" <laughs> <laughs> was in the theater. I was in the theater, and they showed it, and I said, "Oh shit!" They showed it. Yes, they showed it, girl. That baby's head. Oh, that baby's head. The mouth was open. The eyes was open. The The ants was was like, like, like. Child, the ants was like, yeah. (laughs) The The ants was having a fucking rave on that bitch. Like they was all on that motherfucker. Like. I was like, God damn, like that poor little baby's fa- the fucking head. The like, ants, the ants was like, whoever left this out here. Thank you. Thank yes. you. <laughs> Thank you for this piece. Yeah. Thank you for this piece. Like honestly, I thought like her face was gonna be fucked up. I didn't know she was gonna be decapitated. Girl. So when I seen the head, I was like. Oh shit. Girl. Girl. 
what no when 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 I heard that bonk and that and that nigga that nigga couldn't bear to look in the back of that car I was like this fucking child's head then came off her yes, fucking body this fucking child's head. I hate you so much. But I, but I was like you. I thought they was just gonna be real, like. Wait, 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 you know. wait, 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 That's why I don't give a fuck about animals in a row. I'm sorry, y'all. If a fucking dog, if a squirrel, if a cat, if a fucking armadillo, if an alligator, if a deer, if a moose, if a fucking mammoth run his ass in the fucking street, it's getting hit. I'm sorry. Bitch, look an armadillo. Let me tell you something. The other day, I want to say like two or three days ago, girl, I was like, let me get my jog on so I can get my fitness on feeling good listening to like my trap music in my ear while I'm running because that's what fueled me and I'll be looking ahead and one time I looked down bitch it was a whole smushed up armadillo I was, it fucked up my whole workout I was just like oh god I just have to walk home I it's it, it just it ruined everything to just see it like that ran over smushed over Ruining my nasal passages, <laughs> ruining my mental health. It was terrible. Oh my god! But continue. Yeah, no, you you getting tagged the fuck out if I'm behind the wheel. I ain't swerving for shit. You brought your ass <laughs> in the street. You knew what this is. You knew it was a highway. You knew it was an right. intersection. You know, nah, you catching all four of these fucking tires if I can help. Oh my god! But he swerved out the road and took that fucking baby's head off. And I was like, holy shit. But when they fucking showed that bitch on the screen, girl, I, I'm, I was almost on my feet. I said, holy shit. But then <clears throat> you see one of the best motherfucking scenes in this goddamn movie. Tony Collette is, I, I, don't, I can't even say grieving is the word. I'm grieving is the correct word. But the way she was fucking doing it, I was like, this shit is real. Like, it really looks like Tony Collette lost a fucking child in this scene. Yeah. And it always affects me when I see it. Like, it, it's a fucking movie. We know these people are is this, alive. Is this the scene where they're at the table? Huh? Is this the scene where um, Peter, the dad, and Annie... Tony Collette is at the table? No, this is the scene where she's just fucking screaming her goddamn head off because her child Oh, is oh, okay. Well, she's losing her. Okay. Yeah. Oh, well, she, yeah. It, was, it was that scene with, you know, Gabriel Byrne and, and her, and she just on the fucking ground, and she was just like, oh, my God. And I'd I be like, fuck yeah, Tony Collette, goddamn. Like, bitch. I, girl, every single time that, that fucking scene kills me. So she is like calling out for her child. I, did she even win anything for this fucking movie? Because she should have. Nope. She was fucking amazing. Um, but she. You she's... know, that's the best thing with these horror movies. Mm -hmm. 
horror movies, even though we have a great appreciation for it, mm-hmm. they don't win shit. No, they 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 typically don't. They typically don't. I think the 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 one that won something at most recently was Get Out. I think. Um, but yeah, she she's fucking, I mean, she is goddamn grieving. Um, and throughout all of the next scenes that you see, she is just fucking crying her head out. She's on the floor of her bedroom and she's just fucking grieving. And then they show you um that she's at the funeral and she's fucking grieving. And then they show the child body being lowered into the ground, and she is just fucking just besides herself like just crying and so eventually um they get back to the house um and then um peter goes to bed and peter always going to bed peter that 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 child need a sanctuary just like everybody else a queer that bed is probably (laughs) that child's sanctuary (laughs) and he goes he goes to bed um, and then you notice a red light comes on in the treehouse. Um, and but it's 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 Annie and, and she's sleeping in in the treehouse. Um, so eventually um, they're they're having dinner. Um, uh, and it's you know, it's it's them. It's you know, oh, oh no, 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 that don't happen first. Oh, yeah, 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 that happens later. Okay, so then. Peter is in class um, and he thinks like he's 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 just fucking that poor child. I, I really felt sorry for him. I know Peter, Peter's really going through it. Yeah, he's he's going through some shit. He he is just, I mean, how the fuck do you even deal with knowing that you caused this to act? But well, Peter look like he's 39. Yeah, he's 16, looking about 45, you know, and, and stressed out. Um, so he's in class and he's supposed to be paying attention to the teacher but in his mind he sees the rearview mirror and then like just as he goes to look into it he looks away you know because he like all he can think about is is his sister um so he starts smoking he's with his friends at another time and he starts smoking and he starts having a reaction like charlie had to those nuts um, he starts mm-hmm. having a reaction like he can't breathe and then he just starts crying. Um, the mom, <laughs> Peter comes home later and this, this fucking shit was creepy too for some reason. Peter comes home and he drives up and it's dark outside um, and he's getting out of the car and he's just standing in front of the house. In the meantime, the fucking creepy ass Tony Collette is in the other car. Like she has her she has her seat back so nobody can see her in the car. Um, but she's just watching him until he goes into the house. And then Peter, I guess he pulls himself together enough to be able to deal with whatever might be going on in the house. He goes into the house. She starts the car and she leaves. Um, she goes to the place where the meetings are. And then she decides to leave. So she changes her minds about going. In the meantime, when she's leaving, she gets chased down by this woman. Um, and the woman is like, you know, are you, were you leaving? Are you going to the meeting? And she was like, oh, I forgot something at home, you know, trying to not make this offer. Bitch, I changed my mind. I don't want to go in this motherfucking group. 
Um, but you know, it's it's Joan. Uh, she introduces herself as Joan, um, and she yeah, and she because she's one of the people in the group, and you know, she gives Annie her number. You know, uh, Tony Collette. Um, and she tells her, you know, if you t you need to talk at any time, you know, it's fine. She was like, um, I'm here because my um, my son and my grandson drowned. Um, and so that's, you know, that's why I've been coming to these meetings. Um, she goes back home. Tony Collette gets back home. She tells her husband that she went to the movies. Um, and then she goes to sleep <laughs> in the treehouse. Um, and in the meantime... <laughs> because I'm just like this goddamn treehouse, y'all. Like, what do I guess? I guess that's her way of, I guess, trying to feel closer to Charlie. Um, Charlie. Time Pete swears that, like, he he thinks he's been hearing these click noises that Charlie used to do. You know that? Wait, 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 wait. Did you notice the click noises she was doing before? Yes. In the beginning of the movie. Yes. Yes, I did. Yeah. So she like she just she just does these little click noises like. When you know whatever I don't because yeah. you know she's a you know at first she, I thought she was special because she looked special but like I was just like when I was looking at the movie later I would just no and I ain't trying to be funny mm -hmm. <laughs> I did think she was I mean but when I seen that I was just like this means something mm -hmm. so he continues yeah sorry. no no you good he he thinks he's hearing these noises, like basically like dealing with like feeling her presence around the house. Um, so anyway, Annie decides to call this, this group member, Joan. Um, and then, you know, Annie mentions to her, when she goes to Joan's house, um, she knocks on the door and she sees this welcome mat with Joan's name on it. Um, when Joan lets her in, uh Tonica let lets her know hey you know like my mom used to embroider you know like stuff like that and you know and and and, and Joan is like oh well you know you know like I, I guess trying to make it seem like it's not a coincidence no like it's coincidental like she don't know her mama or some shit or whatever um but anyway her and Joan talk and Annie tells her about this episode that she had um when she sleep you know she slept walk one night she said a couple of years ago, uh, she was, she slept walked and she slept walked to Peter and Charlie's bedroom. Cause at the time they were young. So they shared a bedroom. And she said, mm -hmm. um, she was going, she went to the, she went in a bedroom and she said she woke herself up. Um, and she realized that they were all wet. They were all covered in paint thinner. And when she struck the match, it's when she woke up. So everybody woke up at that time. Peter woke up, she woke up, Charlie woke up, and this bitch is standing there. They're all covered in paint thinner, and she got a fucking lit-ass match in her hand. And so she was like, mm -hmm. you know, she, she was like, he was shot, and like, you couldn't convince him that that it was just sleepwalking. And she said, ever since then, their relationship has just been, you know, like it, it, it really hasn't been um, a, a relationship. Um, and so I was just like, I kind of don't blame that man. Um, I'm, I'm fucking sleeping and you done covered me with paint mm -hmm. thinner and you got a light, a lit match in your hand. What am I supposed to, to think? 
You're just supposed Damn. to be like, oh, you was just sleepwalking. Nah, bitch, we about to square up. <laughs> we we gonna square up emotionally for the rest of my fucking life like you, Our life. Yeah. you 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 trying to you trying to kill me we some something is happening um and so what made me what it made me wonder was you know once you get to the end of the movie and you realize what the fuck happened it was it something in annie's unconscious that was trying to make her destroy her kids so her mama couldn't get her hand. Was, was, couldn't get I was thinking the same thing. So I'm, I'm, I, that, it was just something that I was like, it just made me think about that. Like knowing how this movie ends, was this something that she was doing unconsciously to like save her children, save herself from, from whatever her mama could have been doing? Um, so anyway, um, she winds up making a miniature of Tony Collette. She winds up making a miniature of this damn accident. You really be calling her Tony Collette. <laughs> I do. I do. I can't, cause I can't call her Annie. I, I just can't. She just, she is Tony Collette. <laughs> um, she makes this miniature of the accident you know, the, you know, the, the car and the, the headless child in the seat and the child's head and, and the dad walks in the goddamn room and he's like, bitch, what the fuck you doing? What are you fucking crazy? You know what? That is the most coolest father. Like what kind of bitch ass father? He, he ain't, he just seems so passive to me in the film. He's, I mean, or do you think it, it's weird? Like, or do you think he's trying to just be compassionate? I think he's the most normal of the crew. Like, I think he's he is. he's trying to just take on a whole bunch of like, first of all, you're dealing Trauma with this. And it's just like, yeah. how do I do this? How do, how do I navigate through all this grief and all this trauma and, and these weird ass relationships between my wife and my son and like, and 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 and, 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 because, and because I think you know he's he's a therapist he's a counselor he could probably be a little bit more emotionally able to navigate through that objective yeah um and objective he was he was just like bitch what <laughs> bitch bitch what's wrong with you bitch are you crazy like what and she was just like this just gives um I forgot the way she described it this just gives an objective view of the accident or whatever blah 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 and the husband was like I you know what I'm, I'm good I don't even have to talk to you right now your your ass you you deal however you need to deal um so then we have your favorite scene Aquia we have um the the dinner <laughs> that they have because he came up there what he came up there to do was to tell her um that you know dinner was ready and she says you know yeah, what? I dinner. yeah. and she said you know i'm gonna cook dinner and he was like no dinner is already fucking cooked i just came up here to tell you to come downstairs and eat um and so he you know tells her come to dinner or whatever and then they sit down to dinner and it is one of the most awkwardest dinners ever <laughs> <laughs> just just fucking ever um so they're sitting at this fucking table and the dad is eating the the son is trying to eat and 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 tony collette is just picking picking at her food um 
And so, you know, the dad, uh, Peter tells his dad, you know, you know, everything tastes great, dad, you know, whatever, blah, blah, blah. Um, and Tony Collette, you know, does this little laugh, like, you know, yeah, of course, of course, his dinner is going to be the best or whatever. So the, the son is like, what's wrong with you? You know, what's wrong? Because <laughs> I felt like the son, bitch, I'm sick of you. Bitch, I'm sick of you. You know, he was like, what's, what's the problem, mom? What's wrong? And she was like, why do, why do you think there's something wrong or whatever? He was like, well, you obviously have something you want to say. So go ahead and get it out your chest. And she was like, well, I don't, if I get it off my chest, then y'all going to look at me a certain way or blah, blah, blah. And he was just like, well, you obviously want to say some shit. So say what the fuck you want to say. I mean, he wasn't being like rude like that, but he basically was like, yeah, get this shit yeah. out. Like say what the hell you want to say. And was, this bitch yeah. went. She said that shit. <laughs> this bitch went. Oh. You okay, Mom? What? Is there something on your mind? Is there something on your mind? It just seems like there might be something you want to say. Yeah. Like what? I mean, why would I want to say something so I could watch you sneer at me? Sneer at you? I don't ever sneer at oh, you. Oh, sweetie, you don't have to. You get your point across. Okay, so fine. Then say what you want to say then. Hey, Dad. I don't want to say anything. I've tried saying Okay, things. so try again. Release yourself. Oh, release you, you mean? Yeah, fine. Release me. Just say it. Just fucking say it. Don't you swear at me, you little shit. Don't you ever raise your voice at me. I am your mother. Do you understand? All I do is worry and slave and defend you. And all I get back is that fucking face on your face. So full of disdain and resentment and always so annoyed. Well, now your sister is dead. And I know you miss her. And I know it was an accident. And I know you're in pain. And I wish I could take that away for you. I wish I could shield you from the knowledge that you did what you did. But your sister is dead. She's gone forever. And what a waste. <laughs> If it could have maybe brought us together or something. If you could have just said, I'm sorry, or faced up to what happened, maybe then we could do something with this. But you can't take responsibility for anything. So now I can't accept. And I can't forgive. Because... Because nobody admits anything they've done! What about you, Mom? So why was she there? Right. I'll step in this right now. Is that... I said stop right now. Fine. You know Fine. what? No. Hey, hey, hey. I somehow, don't tell white people say what you just said. <laughs> if they distress. It's going to come out very awkwardly. But the bitch, she let loose. She was basically like, I'm tired of you and your bullshit. And I'm tired of you always fucking with me and picking with me and shit. And <laughs> like, and she said this fucking line and it's funny, but I love it. She says, she, uh, she always trying to do things that she always try to do. And she said, and all I get is that fucking face on your face. <laughs> 
It's like every time I try to do something or I try to talk to you or some shit like that or I try to apologize for some shit, all I get is that fucking face on your face. You know, she was like, you know, all you give me is a bunch of disdain. You know, that, and that's a sign. That's a sign of somebody who's tired. Yeah, that's like a she, sign of somebody who's tired. All she I get is that fucking face on your face. She said, all I get is that fucking face on your face, and I fucking loved it. She was basically like, you know, and and then this shit happens, and nobody wants to take any type of responsibility or accountability for it, and all this kind of shit, and and then this shit happens, and like I gotta deal with you now, and I I can't forgive you for it and I can't accept it you know and I felt bad for both of them because they were both put in an awkward ass fucking situation this wasn't some shit he deliberately tried to do he did not deliberately try to kill his sister but he fucking murdered his sister like he 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 was the bitch the dad the dad had to sit there and watch all this shit like the dad was the dad i'm just trying to eat my brother right (laughs) the dad was trying to get peter to not say anything you know the dad was like every time peter was just like look you obviously got something to say i think you need to say it and the dad was like peter don't start this you know i guess because he knows eventually her ass was gonna go off um and then like he had to listen to all of this you know and then she finally like calmed the hell down and i felt so bad for him you like you can see all of the guilt and sadness on his face and then peter asked asked her what about you mom she didn't want to go to the party so why was she there good job and i said you know what? <laughs> he right, but it's fucked up. But like, nah, you can't yeah. do that at that moment. <laughs> yeah, that's why I was like, you, you know what? My like the the whole petty in me was like, <laughs> fuck yeah, ask that bitch. Why the fuck was that child in my goddamn car that night? Why was she with me that night? Because of your ass. But then the adult in me was like, no, Peter. Like, no, <laughs> no. You you don't ask this right now. Like your your mama, not right now. Your mama got daggers coming out of her eyes. She got knives coming out of her. She just body. lost her mama and her child. She, yeah, yeah she she is grieving. Like you and and you inadvertently, like un involuntarily, unintentionally had her child killed. <laughs> I need you to try to understand this from her point of view. But I was also like, fuck that. Why why was she there, ma? Why was she there? Why? Why? Was she- I, bitch, I was that. I was like that too. I was like, she ain't had to be there. She she could have been up in her room. Yeah. I I asked you, could I go to this fucking party? I didn't ask you if I wanted to bring my fucking sister. She didn't have to fucking come with me. You made this girl come with me. I had to fucking watch. And, and granted, once they got to the party, Peter should have done a whole lot better with watching her. But. Since you want to fucking like, you know, spit these goddamn verbal daggers at me and you want to talk about accountability and you want to talk about all this, why the fuck was that child in my car? Why she didn't just stay home? You wanted her to be, you wanted her to go to this party. So why was she there? And girl, if you see the look on Tony Collette's face, she looked like she looked like she was about to go super saiyan on this child like her face it just like contorted and like she looked like she was about to let him have it and then the dad was like stop it 
just like stop this right now we not doing it we got okay. to drop yeah, this I, I, and then she was like enough. yeah and then and Tony Collette was like you know what you're right I'm about I'm about to let it go you know what and then she left she left the table and I was like god damn look this was one of the best scenes ever ever <laughs> ever so then she goes to the store um and she, she goes to some craft store or whatever, you know, to get her stuff for her miniatures. She um, go to Michael. Yeah. Yeah. She go to Michael. She go to Hobby Lobby. Um, and then she she meets Joan. Um, because I guess she hasn't been to the meetings in a while because they look like they haven't seen each other in a while. Um, and Joan tells her that she's happy. Um, and she has been learning how to do these goddamn seances and all this kind of stuff. Um, and so she tells Joan to come back with her. She tells her that she's a medium um, and like it changed her life. So she goes back to Joan's house and they perform this goddamn seance so Joan can speak to her grandson. And the shit is so fucking creepy because like the, 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 the glass moves by itself and then like while she freaking out about the glass moving the fucking grandma bring out the chalkboard and then the chalkboard start writing and shit by its fucking self so there's definitely some motherfucking extra fucking supernatural shit going on um in the house Mm -hmm. um and so it freaks tony collette the fuck out (laughs) and there's a funny part in it like as and like Tony Collette is freaking out and she was like, can we stop for a second? And Joan is like, bitch, what? <laughs> like, how dare you? Like, I'm talking about motherfucking- Let's just say on, say on. Right? <laughs> I need this say on, so say on, and then you fucking up my shit. Um, but like, she she leaves, like she she leaves. Um, but Joan tells her, you know, this, these are the instructions that you need to do. You need to read these words. If you want to communicate with Charlie, every member of the family needs to be in the house. Um, and, you know, she basically tells her that this is how you do this seance or whatever. She goes home. She goes in Peter's, um, she goes in Peter's room and she sees him and she sees these ants and so she follows the ants into Peter's room. And then when she gets up to Peter, he's like covered in these fucking ants. Um, and so she's just standing there like, holy shit, what the fuck? But then Peter wakes up and Peter's like, what's, what's going on? Like, what are you doing? Um, and then she says, I'm sorry, is Charlie here? And Peter is like, what the fuck is happening right now? And then she tells Peter, I never wanted to be your mother. And I, I guess it like slipped out or whatever. Like she didn't notice that she said it. Girl, oh, that, that was so awkward. And I was like, holy shit, this fucking family is dysfunctional as fuck. Um, <laughs> what the fuck? So like she went into this whole diatribe and he was like, and he was just like, I mean, the, like, you walk into my room and you tell me you never wanted yeah, to be my I mom. Asleep. Why right. I got to, why, why I got to come to all this information? Like, why I gotta wake up to all this? <laughs> I was like, like, what is happening? What, what am I doing? You know, <laughs> like what what did I do to deserve all this? I didn't even ask to be here, you know. Um, and she basically tells him like she tried to have a miscarriage. Um, and then 
you know, he's just like, well, you know, why are you telling me all this? Are you scaring me? And you just, this, this, and she was like, you know, I, I didn't, you know, I didn't want to be a mom, but I love you. And I love Charlie. So as, as they're, as they're having this, this dialogue back and forth and it's getting all heated, you notice that at one point they look wet and so they're still talking and like and then the next thing you know they they go in flames like they they burn the fuck up and then um and annie wakes up tony collette wakes up so she's having a dream she this this was all in a dream that she had um so once she has that dream she gets up and she performs the seance by herself um and so she's like, she communicates and all of this kind of stuff or whatever. And then she goes and she wakes up Peter and, uh, and Stephen and tries to convince them to have the seance with her as well. Um, so like they, they have the seance and like she's begging them to like do this, you know. Um, and so they have this damn seance and shit starts moving. Um, they have the little notebook, that little sketchbook that Charlie um uh, used to like draw mm-hmm. things in or whatever um and so I'm just like what the fuck is happening but basically like everything that's happening is 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 fucking terrifying Peter even though he agreed to it it still scared the fuck out of him at some point I think Charlie possessed Annie um because at some point Annie starts talking like she's Charlie and like she's asking like why is everybody so scared and where am I and what's going on and all this kind of stuff um and then really is uh, that what you think that's what I think I you think don't think she was just disoriented no I I think she was possessed mm-hmm. by Annie because once he throws that water on her she's like what she does like kind of come to like what the fuck am I yeah, she was like, "What? What happened? What? 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 What happened? While I did y'all see anything? Like what? So like she didn't know what the hell was going on in the meantime. So you don't think that was her sleepwalking situation? No, I don't. I really do not. I think she was fully awake when this was happening. I think she was fully awake when she called them downstairs to do that seance. I think she was fully awake, um, trying to get them to do stuff. And I think at some point." she was possessed by Annie. I mean, possessed by Charlie. Um, Charlie. And then, yeah, wow. she was possessed by Charlie. And then when he threw that water on her, she it seemed like she came back to herself and like was really asking like, what the hell, like what happened? Like, d- did anything happen? Did we see anything? Blah, blah, blah. And, 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 and the Paul was fucking pissed. The Paul was like, look, my fucking son is traumatized, bitch. And you acting all crazy and doing seances and all this kind of shit or whatever. My son is about to go back to bed and you need to, whatever the hell you need to do, but you, you need to stop this shit because you fucking with my son right now. So he was fucking mad. Mm-hmm. Um, so mm-hmm. then like the next day um, in class, I think it's in the hallway. Like we see that light that used to be flashing um, and it goes. Oh, the, the spiritual light. Yeah, and and it, it goes into the um into the classroom. So Peter is sitting in class, and you know he's he's out of it because he's a sixteen year old on, a, on you know about to make fifty, and you know got fifty year old stresses and shit <laughs> going on. 
Um, and so he looks into the, I guess, whatever, the bookcase or the bookshelf or whatever that's next to him. And it's smiling at him. His reflection is fucking smiling at him. And then he hears the Charlie noise, that click, that he hears that in the classroom. Um, and then Annie gets the call from the husband that says, you know, P call him in hysterics. And then they get into an argument. Um, and then he hangs up on her for some reason. Um, and then she just, she gets like, she gets so mad, like she destroys her model and, and her little art room thing. Um, and then eventually she hears some scribbling going on in Charlie's room. So when she goes to Charlie's room, she sees Charlie's notebook on Charlie's bed. And there's a whole bunch of different drawings that are being done while this woman is looking at this goddamn notebook. So Annie is in Pete's room. Um, and then she sees Charlie. And then the head... Charlie's head rolls off, but it turns into a ball. Um, and a dog is frightened and shit. The dog fucking started barking and shit. Oh, um, the and poor then, dog. Like, let's talk about him. Yeah, that dog. <laughs> he needs to be fostered. Uh, yeah, that, that dog. I know that dog was like, God damn it, I'm, I'm sick of this bullshit. Um, they ain't even feeding me on the regular schedule. Shit, right. I know right. I ain't giving regular walks. Right, and now they now they got shit haunting me and shit. Like, I, I, why am I here? Why, why am I here as as a dog? I, I just came here. I just came here for begging strips. Like, right, I fuck? just I was here for the free food. I was here for the walks. Um, and and now you know y'all y'all on some bullshit, and and this ain't no shit I want to fucking deal with. All I wanted was treats. All I wanted. Exactly. I, I don't fucking understand this. Um, so I guess eventually, um, Tony Collette starts to think that, you know, this, this We show, are not going to call that bitch Annie, are we? I, I, occasionally, sometimes, but no, this, this is the, this is the Tony Collette movie. So we go, <laughs> Tony Collette. <laughs> um, so eventually I'm, I'm okay. So eventually Annie. Um, I think she believes that um, Charlie is um, no longer a nice spirit for some reason. Um, and so she takes Charlie. Was the bitch a nice spirit when she was here? She was cutting off was bird heads. I mean, look at her. Shit. Bird heads. Cutting them bitches off, you know. With so, scissors. You know, I don't know. Maybe maybe, maybe Charlie was mad. take like a this is like one or two or three snipes, depending on the the uh, sheerness of the blade. Like if you was a machete, it's like okay, like you're crazy, but it's just like that's swift. When you mm. do this, you into it. You really into it. Yeah, she she was like, she was trying to like precisely like, <laughs> like I need to make. Like, sure I want to watch this happen crazy ass that bitch but but she she starts to, i think she starts to think that charlie's spirit is no longer a nice spirit um so she goes to burn charlie's sketchbook <laughs> this bitch puts the sketchbook in the fucking fire and as the sketchbook Don't is burning that. her fucking arm starts to burn at the same time <laughs> so she, girl 
You ain't shit for last month, kid. Like, bitch, if I go down, everybody gonna go down in this bitch. You burning my motherfucking sketchbook, bitch. I'm gonna burn your arm. How is that? <laughs> like, how fucking exactly. fuck That's my shit. You burning. Okay, you this how we wanna play. All right. You're gonna burn my sketchbook. I'm gonna burn your fucking arm. Um, but like, so she she takes, she gets the sketchbook out. Um, and then she goes to Joan's apartment, but there's no answer. Um, and this is where that fucking visual mm-hmm. shit comes in because the realization. Yeah, you you as Annie is knocking on this door, um, we see the inside of Joan's apartment. Um, and Annie is just knocking and knocking, wanting Joan to be there. But if you look as it pans back to the table. It's like all kind of crazy shit set up on that table. But the shit that's on a table, it looks like it's a temple, like a temple type of setting, like things are positioned to where it look like they're worshiping something. Um, And it's got, um, and that cabinet in her house has that symbol that had the grandmother's necklace on it. Um, That was on the post. Yes. And Pete's. Pete's picture, a picture of Pete, of Peter, is in the middle of the table. Um, There's also these bottles that are set up in like a worshiping pose. You know, they're like, they're bent over like that. And all of these fucking animal heads, like decapitated animal heads, are worshiping Charlie's toy. Charlie had a little yellow looking toy that she was playing with in the classroom when she was supposed to be taking that quiz before that um, that bird ran into the window. So all of these mm-hmm. things are worshiping this fucking toy. Um, and on the first fucking viewing of this film, even on the second one, I didn't notice that. I just noticed this when I was watching it so we can review this film. So that shit was already set up to look like what it's going to look like in the end. Um, mm-hmm. So we're back at Peter's school. Phew, Lord have mercy. We're back at Peter's school at lunchtime. Peter sees and hears Joan. And Joan is standing across the street yelling all kind of fucking crazy ass shit to Pete. Um, and she says, I expel you. <laughs> and she says, Satan and a paragon. And she said, Peter, get out. Like she just yelling all kind of shit to Peter. And Peter looked like, what the fuck is wrong with this crazy ass fucking woman? And he, he just looked like pale. And he just looked like he just been stressed out for all of his 50 years that he done just been carrying his goddamn stress for Yeah. But he looked like this woman is just yelling words and shit at him and telling him she's casting him out and he need to get out and she expel him and all this kind of shit. Um, in the meantime, Joan, not Joan, and because she notices the welcome mat resembles her mama's work. She goes through her mama's box, you know, the box of mom's things, and she finds a photo album of, you know, pictures that her yeah. mom has. And that, that was like the creepiest photo album 
in the world. Talk about discovery. This girl. You talk about blues clues earlier. This was the bluest of clues. Of clues. (laughs) Bluest of fucking clues ever. Um, she sees a box with the with the symbol on it, you know, the symbol of the necklace that her mama wore and all this kind of stuff. Um, she also sees other welcome mats that she did. You know, she did one for Annie, she did one for Charlie. Um and she sees like this book with symbols. She sees this book of incantations. Um, she sees this book that deals with um, um, uh, spiritualism. Um, and then she opens the book that has the symbol on it, you know. Um, and it, then she starts to read about this demon king called Payman, King Payman, God of Mischief. Um, and when you read in the highlighted passage, it reads that the, 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 the King Payment um, will possess their most vulnerable host. Um, king Payment is male, thus he covets uh, to possess a male body. Oh, um, yes, a male body. Um, and like she's reading all this different stuff about you know, King Payment, you know, and there's a picture that shows riches to the conjurer and, you know, all this kind of stuff. And then she goes through the photo album and she sees pictures of her mom and Joan. With Joan. Yes, who claims or, you know, acting like she never even knew her mama. Um, mm-hmm. And so it's like all these different pictures and, and they're like showing, um like if you look at the pictures, you can see that the mom and Joan have known each other for years, like since they were young. Yeah, they have been knowing each other basically almost all their lives. Um, and then you see all of these different ceremonial ritual pictures of Ellen, like they're throwing like money at her and they're like standing around her and like praising her and all this kind of stuff. Um, like she's the queen mother. Yes. Yeah, it's 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 just it's it is it is fucking crazy. Um, and so at this time, um, the crazy light goes into the classroom as as uh what you call it, uh Peter is getting yeah. ready to go in the classroom. Um, and it's different things that are happening like at the same time. Um, so the husband. Um, he's in, he's actually at work. He's in the middle of emailing one of his colleagues, um, about his wife, (laughs) you know, and, and asking if she has like any kind of craziness and shit going on. Um, and he receives an email from the cemetery where the grandmother is buried. And it shows you these pictures that the body has been dug up. So once we see that, um, Annie complains about this smell. Like some, at some point during the, the film, they had been complaining about this, this nasty smell that they couldn't really remember that where it was coming from. Well, she goes to the attic. <laughs> Annie goes to the attic um, and she finds, like, and when she opens the attic, like, you know, that little part that they pull down in order to get to the attic? Yeah. It's nothing but stank ass smell and flies and shit is coming out. She goes her ass into the fucking attic and it is just fucking stankerific. Like she, she can barely breathe in this bitch. She goes in the motherfucking attic and she finds a fucking decapitated body 
in the fucking attic. And it has like symbols and shit on the wall. Um, and it's, it's written on blood. And at first, I didn't know whose body it was, but it I assume that it's the grandmother's body. I thought it was Charlie. Yeah, it's it's the grand it's the grandmother's body, because she she's still wearing that white outfit she wore in. Um, oh, the, the the person that we're seeing in the incantations and stuff like that. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So in yeah in the attic, that decapitated body that's on the floor is the grandmother's body, and it has that oh, symbol sorry. of the necklace that she wore on the wall. Um. So in the meantime, while that's happening and she's discovering that shit, Peter is in class and he hears the Charlie noise in class. And then it looks like he's being possessed, like stuff is happening to his body that he can't quite like put his finger on. Um, and then the next thing you know, his fucking hand like shoots up into the air and it does this little funny looking pose um, like the hand in that book that the mama was reading about King Payman. Um, and he like, he can't control it. Like you can see on his face that he's not controlling what's going on in his face. And he's fucking freaking everybody out in class and his friends are asking him, you know, like what the hell is going on and all this kind of shit. And the next thing you know, he slams his fucking head on the fucking desk, I think like multiple times and then breaks his yeah. nose. Um, and I think once his nose is broken, that's when he snaps out of it. And that poor little child is just like screaming this, his like, goddamn. Yeah, like, oh my fucking God, like what the fuck is happening? Um, so he he has to go home. And I, I, I just feel so bad about him. They call the house um, and nobody answers. Um, and so they have to call, you know, the the dad and the dad goes and gets him uh, from the hospital. So when the dad pulls up, I mean, he's fucking stressed because like he stops at a red light um, and, and he can't stop himself from crying because he's about to run a red light. And when he realizes he didn't run it, he just fucking lets all this damn emotion out. So he pulls up to the house. <laughs> he pulls up to the house and he sees... Tony Collette standing outside like just waiting for him and so like she runs up to the car and she's trying to tell him something about the book and then she sees he didn't even roll down the window to like listen to or whatever he was just like I, I'm, I'm not dealing with this bitch right now and so like she's like talking trying to get him to roll down the window but then she sees Steve, she sees Peter in the back all busted up and you know and all this kind of stuff and she's like what the hell is happening and blah 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 and she's still trying to talk and Stephen is like bitch get my goddamn son's legs out of here help me bring him in the house like I don't have time to deal with you crazy right now and so she they bring him in the house they put him in the bed um, and then she starts talking to Steven about like all of this shit that they're going through and you know it's because of this seance and she, she kind of wish she hadn't done it and she was so upset that she brought this stuff into the house and all this kind of stuff so she tells him that they need to burn the book 
Um, and she, you know, they need to burn this book in order to get the, this, this apparition or whatever out of the house. And she's sorry for that. And she's trying to tell him that, um, she loves him and she loves Peter and then please forgive her and all this kind of stuff. And that they need to burn the book, but if they burn a book, then that means she's going to burn up too. And so she's trying to get him to understand all of this and she's trying to get him to throw the book in the fireplace because she can't do it herself. And then Stephen is well, just well, like, what's the reason she can't do it herself? I, I don't think like I mean you know she I guess she can't harm herself you know like she 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 can't bring herself to throw it in there to set herself on fire I guess. Um, oh, but you know Stephen takes the goddamn book and he just look at her he he and he just goes off he was like bitch. I am sick and tired of your shit. And I don't know what the fuck you talking about with this goddamn book, but your ass is crazy. And she was just like, no, Stephen, like this stuff is blah, blah, blah. He was just like, I'm like, you, you got one more time, one more goddamn time to be bothering me about all this bullshit going on. And, and he's tired of dealing with her shit. Um, and that she's sick. Um, and he refuses to go through with it and blah, 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 whatever. And he's like, I'm not throwing this book in the flames. I'm not doing none of this shit. And you, you fucking crazy. So she gets mad. She takes the book and she throws it in the motherfucking fireplace. And so she's expecting to be set on fire. But when she threw the fucking book in the fireplace, Stephen catches on fire. This man is just fucking, it is because you like we're like as the audience we're also expecting her to blow the fuck up because you know it happened to her but he's fucking set on fire and he's standing there just like oh and he's just all fucking fire and we all and, like him we're just like he didn't do nothing he didn't do shit he's just trying to have a normal goddamn family with just not normal ass people you know um, and so he's just standing there on fucking fire and this bitch is standing there with this look on her face like oh my god <laughs> like she ain't even trying to knock him down she's trying to like wrap him up in a towel no she, she was just like oh shit this thing on fire oh and, and she's standing there with this fucking just crazy look on her face as he's as he done caught on fire like she's in shock and then you see the little strange light pop up and it looks like it's possessed her like she just has this look on her face that just like you can tell is no longer her so we get to later and peter wakes up and he's like, oh, Peter. shit, I done broke my nose. Like, what, what's going on? You know, it's it's nighttime. You can tell time has elapsed. You know, he been on that good, good, them fucking Vicodins and Oxycontins and, you know, all them fucking shits, whatever is in that bottle that gave him. Yeah, he fucking knocked the shit out. So he goes his ass downstairs and he's looking for his parents and the house is all dark and shit, but the light is on in the tree house. Um, and then <laughs> he's like waking up, he's waking up. And, and this is another one of those times when you got to pay attention to what's going on in the film because some shit is fucking happening. 
So he's sitting up and he's like looking at what's going on. And bitch, if you look behind him, you could see somebody behind him in the corner of the room. And then wait, 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 what? Peter, Peter wakes up. Yes, Peter wakes up and he's, he's coming to and he's like, oh shit. Like I've been asleep all motherfucking day because I've decided to beat my ass in the face with, you know, with a desk. Um, And so he sits up and when he sits up, you can see somebody in the corner of the room behind him. I have to go back and look at that. Please go back and look at it because Tony Collette is creepy as fuck in this goddamn scene. Like she, this bitch scares me. That's all I'm going to say about that. She is in the fucking corner of the room and she's on the fucking wall. And so they pan to another angle in the room that's behind Peter and you see this bitch scuttle across the wall like a fucking roach that's been spotted. No, but I think that I was just like, Jesus Lord. Girl, I was like, Tony Collette, stop. Stop scaring me, bitch. Stop. But she she literally scuttled along the wall like a roach. You know, like a roach, you cut that light on and that motherfucking roach go by this business. That's how that bitch scuttled across this fucking wall. So this bitch is crawling to the different area in his fucking room. She's so spooky as fuck. He don't see what's going on. Oh, so he goes downstairs. He leaves his room. He goes downstairs and he sees the fucking house is in all kinds of fucking disarray. It's dark as shit out there. And then he, he walks over to to see this motherfucking burnt ass body in front of the fireplace it's his fucking dad he's burnt the fuck up i mean literally burnt to like burnt the fuck up burnt the fuck up like that nigga look like you left your ramen noodles on too long in the pot dad was fucking he was crispy as shit and so he's looking he's looking at this body and then you see what's going on behind him as he's looking at this body his fucking mother is fucking in the corner on the fucking ceiling just watching this shit just watching this shit happen i fucking hate tony collette stop fucking creeping me out um so then after that he looks around like like peter looks around himself and he looks behind him and in the fucking closet. Bitch, there's a fucking naked ass man standing in his closet. There, like this, this ain't no fucking, it might be a man or it might be a girl. This is a naked ass fucking man in this motherfucking closet. The same naked ass man that smiled at Charlie at her grandmother's fucking funeral it's the same goddamn man with that same weird ass fucking face he smiled with and so peter is like what the fuck like what what the fuck are you doing in my goddamn closet he didn't say anything it was just a look on his face like what the fuck is happening am i high right now whoo bitch out of nowhere i don't know if peter saw her I, I don't know what the fuck caused him to run the fuck off. Maybe he was running from the naked man in the closet. 
But bitch, when he took off, Tony Collette ass took off out in the corner right after him. Like you, you don't even see her in the corner. She just take off after his ass. And it's the creepiest motherfucking thing. But she is chasing him up the goddamn stairs. And she chases him. Girl. He he he, he gets to the little the area. Huh? The scene afterwards scares the fuck out of me. When, when, like, he got in that fucking attic with the, the door locked, mm-hmm. and she was kicking her head on that door. I was just like, that nigga chased what? that man. I'm Tony Collette scared the fuck out of me. That's why I don't call that bitch by her fucking character name. I call her by her name. Tony, that bitch scared. Scared the fuck out of me, bitch. I'm not calling you. I'm calling hey. you by your name. Your mama called you Clay. I'm gonna call you Clay. You know, like I'm gonna call you by your damn name. She scared the fuck out of me. No, but seriously, when she was banging her head on that shit, I was just like, <laughs> she, she, not when I, I know when I first saw it, I, like she chased this man into the attic, and like he's up there, and all you hear is banging on the attic and when i first watched the film i was like if he closed the thing how is she banging on the attic and i guess the director knew i was gonna ask that question because he showed that shit that bitch was literally on the fucking ceiling banging her fucking head against the fucking attic like like it was a drum it was a drum it was a drumstick. Her head was a drumstick, and the attic door was a drum. This bitch thought she was an HBCU. That bitch, girl. I was, I was done with Tony Collette. I was like, bitch, stop. Like, whatever is gonna happen, just let it happen. Cause that bitch is, that that bitch is determined. She she is determined to get into this goddamn attic. So she just banging. Girl, what else happened? Banging her fucking head on the goddamn attic, and this boy is just screaming and hollering and trying to get her to calm the fuck down or whatever. And I'm wondering if she intentionally led him to that attic. So he gets in the attic. He gets in the attic. (laughs) He sees a picture of him of, of him with his eyes like out of the picture where his grandma, where his grandmother's body was. The fucking dead body is no longer there. He's looking at this picture. And then, this is my shit. (laughs) He's looking at this fucking picture on the ground. And then you hear (laughs) some fucking shit happening. You don't know what the fuck it is happening, but it's a noise. And then behind him, you see his fucking mother, Miss Tony Collette. Is 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 fucking what what that what that shit levitated in the fucking air. This bitch is in the fucking air in the ceiling, and she is pulling piano wire wrapped around her fucking neck, and she is just Disgusting. pulling that shit, and she is fucking cutting her own goddamn head off, and the look on this bitch face she's she probably is no no it was it it was a it was a straight face 
eye contact. It was so That's weird. what I'm saying. She probably was looking at Peter. But the way that fucking camera looked, she was looking right into my fucking soul. Like, bitch. Bitch. You're going to see this. Yes. You, you catching all the nightmares tonight, bitch. Look, look at this. I'm, I'm going to cut my own shit off. Girl, I was done. I was done with Colette. That was scariest goddamn shit. And I was done with her. And as far as I was concerned, that was the end of the film. That was the end of the film. That was that was the end of the film. I didn't need no more film after that. I didn't need no more film because that was the end. And then, and then there was more. So... Phew. That was scariest ass fucking shit. That bitch. And... Lord, uh, if y'all don't watch the movie for nothing else, watch that movie for that scene. Watch it for that scene. Watch it. Watch it for that fucking scene. That shit was scary as fuck. Um, but then he's also in the fucking attic, and then he sees these old naked ass motherfuckers standing in the fucking attic and one of them had the nerve to wave to him and he dives his ass out of the fucking attic window splat in the fucking garden or the landscaping or whatever the fuck it is he fucking lands out the fucking window <sighs> lord have mercy so in the meantime we still fucking we, hit Tony. we, we still haven't hit- even gotten to like the part we still hear fucking Tony Collette doing her fucking thing with the goddamn piano wire. And then eventually you hear another bunk. So I'm guessing her fucking head then came off. Okay. <laughs> so as we're looking down at Peter's body, something dark like floats over him. And then the little light, the little strange ass light that had been like messing with these people all movie decides to go inside of Peter's body. So Peter mm-hmm. gets up um, and as he's getting up, he's like, he, he wakes up and then he looks toward the lighthouse. And when he looks towards the lighthouse, he sees Tony Collette's decapitated body floating up to and inside the fucking tree house. Let's burn this treehouse down. I just, I just want to burn it down. I don't give a fuck what's in it, but her body is in it, and I think we need to burn it down. But her decapitated body goes into this, this treehouse. Peter stands up, and he makes the Charlie noise. You know, that he makes that noise. Fucking. Yes. So... Because I, I'm going to assume that that means that Charlie is inside his body now. He goes into the treehouse and he sees, as he's walking to the treehouse, on, on his left or his right, I don't know whichever fucking direction he looked into, but there are naked people watching him walk into this house so they're outside they're watching him walk and progress to this tree house uh he goes to the tree house he looks in there and there's bodies like laid on the ground like they're worshiping this really strange thing where he turns around and it's actually charlie's head on this like 
temporary but like mannequin looking body Sad. and it has a crown on it <sighs> and the mom's body the mom's decapitated body and his grandmother's decapitated body are in a in a prone position basically worshiping this body then there's actual alive naked people up in there and Peter is looking around like, I don't know what the fuck is going on right now. But I'm guessing, you know, this is Peter as Charlie, you know, Charlie being inside of him right now. Um, and so he's looking around like, what the fuck is happening? And in the meantime, Joan goes and gets the crown off of Charlie's dead ass head and puts it on Peter's head and starts addressing Peter as Charlie. And she's like, you know, don't be afraid. It's okay. You know, we finally put you in the right body and blah, blah, blah. And then she proceeds to tell Charlie that Charlie is King Payman. Um, and that King Payman is one of the eighth kings of hell. And that they finally gave him the male body that he wanted. And then they start worshiping him. Hell payment, hell payment, blah, blah, blah. And, you know, Charlie does that noise. Like, and then the film goes off. Child. It's a, it's a lot. It's like, it's just like, I feel like these kids were set up from Jump Street. Mm-hmm. They were with with a with the grandmother that they had. They were, you know, not even she, like the children that we think are children, but even Tony Collette's character Annie, mm -hmm. like you, you're set up from Jump Street. Yeah, I, I think I think that's probably why they may have had such a contentious relationship because you know the mama was trying to and probably bonded like they never said anything but you probably bonded with the son a little bit more than annie you know and tried to put that goddamn demon inside that boy and, yeah and that's you know, why that's why that that point that you were speaking of where she went to the first grief counseling and she was just like speaking on that that's why that was so important Mm -hmm. you know her mama had like she said she had, a, she had a secret ritual she had a secret friend she you know she had her secret you know whatever's and she probably never really like shared that with her you know that's why she left that message like you know I'm sorry that I didn't tell you the things that you know I didn't tell you and you know all this kind of stuff or whatever but yeah they they were they were fucked from the get-go and then and then Annie had these children because you know, she didn't have a son anymore. And so Annie was the only one that had children around that were part of that lineage. So I'm going to try to get my hands on one of these children. Um, well, that, you, that also makes me think as far as generational curses, because like we talk a lot about that. And I'm just like, how much of it is generational curses and yeah. like bullshit that yeah. you've done? And it's just like, it's kind of crazy. Yeah, it's 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 sick, is what it is. Like you, you you already weren't like as close as you could have been with your daughter, and now you, when when she's bringing in this new generation of kids, you you trying to start shit 
with this new generation too. You know, you're, you're trying to bring this entire family into this situation, you know, um, and it, it probably would have ended with the son, you know, killing himself or whatever, but then Annie has these two kids. So she sees another opportunity to be like, yeah, we need to do what we need to do. And she wasn't successful with the first mm -hmm. kid. She wasn't successful with, with Peter because her and Annie were estranged. And Annie was like, I'm not letting you near me. I'm not letting you near my child. But nobody knew Peter was crazy. I don't think Peter was crazy. I think Peter was a typical... You know what? He wasn't. Right. I don't think he was crazy at all. I think he was just a typical teenager that wanted to smoke some shit and hang out with his friends and, you know, do, you know, you typical right. you lazy right. boy shit. But when his mama <laughs> decided she was going to try to set them all on fire, now that ruins my relationship with with my mother, you know? So we, we don't have the same relationship anymore. Um, so no, I, I don't. I don't think he was crazy at all. I think I he, like I don't trust this bitch. This bitch tried to set me aflame, and we we. I agree. I agree. I agree. You know, but 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 we can agree that um, old girl was crazy, Charlie. Because <laughs> when she cut that first head off, I was just like, no. I think Charlie. I have never as a child. <laughs> I think Charlie was a, a victim in this whole thing. Like that woman. I have never that, wanted to. That woman put that demon in that child. And so I also think like that was kind of have responsible. You ever wanted to burst it off? Huh? Let me tell you something. The first time I ever seen a dead bird, I remember I was in, I was in Lome, which is an, uh, Africa. I seen the bird. I scooped the bird up, and I was just like, "Oh my God, a dead bird!" Because it, it was pretty. I did not want to cut it at all. That's that's why I think that that child had already had. And I was in there. And I was five. I was five. I was five. I was five. Then I want to do it. That that child. I had no thought of cutting the bird. That, that child had a demon in her. White people are crazy. That, that child, child had a demon in White her. White people are crazy. Yes. I mean, the grandma put a whole demon in White her child. White people are crazy. That The grandma put a whole demon in her child. If that don't tell you white people is crazy, I, I, don't, I don't know what, what will. She tried to put a demon it's in her son. Wrong consent. She tried to put it's a demon in her daughter. What? Continue. I just like, I think it's the wrong thing to inherit. Inherit wealth, like, oh, like I rich, or like I was beautiful, or like I was kind, or I had this kind of sense of self. Don't inherit evil. Why? Because that's, that's what her mama. <laughs> wanted to pass down to her generations that that generational wealth or that generational evil but yeah yeah that that film um had a lot going on <laughs> that film had 
Hereditary had a lot, a lot going on. And if you didn't like actually pay attention to it, like look at it, look at the shots, look at a whole bunch of shit in it, you will miss a whole lot of stuff that's in it. Like the shots of the words that were written on the walls. Um, what, 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 what the shit did they write on the walls? Satin oh, and Zaza's and uh what the fuck else lift lift oak pandemonium like those are incantations you know that they they just had randomly written on the walls that i think the grandmother more than likely put put on there like she's just been affecting these people for years you know with 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 her fucking need to get them involved in in this damn process in this damn ritual um it's 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 such a it's it's such a really visual and intense film like i i really liked it and it's it is not your typical horror film like you ain't got to worry about slashers and you ain't got to worry about like you know, cookie cutter stories and kids having sex on a beach and, you know, a man pops out of anywhere and just start, it, it really did horror in a different way. Um, like you, you seen horror through, you know, the, the family dynamics and, and how their relationship just dissolved into this madness, you know, like how their mental illness, you know, could be seen as their way of trying to connect with this, you know, this this life and, and this demon that, you know, is being possessed. You, you see like the sadness in, you know, their grief and them trying to be connected as much as they could be possible. Um, it's just a good, it's a good film. I, I liked it a lot. A lot of people didn't like it. And I guess it's because it's not your typical horror story. Um, you know what, like, I guess, like horror stories have, they're multi-dimensional. Like this one, I think it, it had a little bit of death, mm-hmm. but it had like still that that thing. You know what I'm talking about? Mm-hmm. It had that thing like, oh, like we're gonna make you think, mm-hmm. but we just we still gonna shock you. Right. And we're gonna hurt you <laughs> and make you feel like, oh, oh, bitch, wow. I think that's why I enjoyed this movie. Mm-hmm. And I also enjoyed it much so because of Tony Collette. Yeah, Tony Collette and needed an Oscar. She needed something for for this damn film because the, the woman was fucking. I mean, like even what she did in the uh, Sixth Sense, she did yeah. a great job. She was fucking awesome in the Sixth Sense. She was awesome. And, and and the other movie, she's not even in the horror movie, but Little Miss Sunshine. Tony Collette can act. That, that woman can act her ass off. She can act can her ass off. But I'm just like this 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 performance alone. Like I don't I don't know how this woman. Like I, I don't. She carried this film. How how she didn't win. A Oscar for this. I I just I just don't. Well, because I you know what I I think a lot of people they don't respect horror, and so like they they don't. How many people in horror do you know 
having the Oscar or any kind of accolades. And if you do, it's it's never a leading thing. It, it's supporting. Yeah, yeah. Because I, I think like even with Get Out, I think it only won for like what the screenplay or some shit like that. But as far as this movie, um, well, like if this if if our movies were like fully open, our theaters. What what would our rating be? Okay, so I I revisited our rating system. Um, so five stars is go to the movies, sneak your snacks in. Four stars is to go to the movies, see it at the regular price. Three stars is to go see it during a discount showing. Two stars is a bootleg or rental. And then one star is don't waste your coins. Don't, don't waste your time. Um, me personally, honestly, I, I, as, as much as I talk about this film and I like it, I went to see it for, pro, for full price. Um, and revisiting it, I probably would say catch it on a discount. Um, because like revisiting, revisiting it, there's not a lot of horror in it. Um, but there is enough intensity in this film. There's enough scary shit in this film that I think you would enjoy it if you watched it. Um, but I would definitely say catch it during, during a discount, during a matinee time. Um, because some of it is really slow. And like, there's a lot of it. Like I said, it's mostly visual. And, you know, people sometimes don't be fucking paying attention. And if you're not paying attention to a lot of stuff that's happening in the background or like, and they don't do a really good job of explaining a lot of stuff in this film. So I feel like um, my rating would be a three. Catch it, catch it during, during a discount, during a, during a matinee time. I, I I I feel like I'm I'm pulling it at four as well. Like I think it's a good movie. Like the first time I seen it, I was just like, oh. And then the second time I seen it, and maybe because the way I view things, I'm just like viewing it at a more scrutinizing eye. Mm -hmm. And I'm just like, oh, I'm breaking things down. But like, yeah, red box it or stay at home and watch it. Damn, you still don't get them people or two? Yes. <laughs> but I mean, if you if you go and you don't like it, you will love it for Tony Collette alone. Like she is just freaking amazing. She's the acting. She's yeah. great. She's great. She she is amazing. That woman needs to be in a lot more horror uh -huh. films. <laughs> you know what? Will Tony Collette be a horror girl? Will she be a scream queen? You know, I she could be. Could she? She could be an older scream queen. She could. She could start a whole new thing. She could. I mean, could, we the, could push it for her. Sense, the sixth sense alone could have did it for her. But then with this, child, she did a great job in that movie. Let's push Tony Collette. As an older scream queen, because the scream queens are, they're usually like big sins. They have their titties out. 
Tony Collette been a classy screen queen, right? Tony Collette. Tony Collette is a screen queen and she's a villain. Do you not remember this bitch was crawling all on walls and chopping her own goddamn head off? She, she sliced her own head off. She sliced her own head off. Did Jamie Lee Curtis did Jamie Lee Curtis ever have her titties out? Of course. <laughs> Trading places. Like, like, the movie Trading Places. Her titties was well, all I'm, the way I'm out. talking about I'm talking I'm talking about as far look, I grab my titties. Like I'm talking about like core films. Did she do that? Um I don't I can't think, think no. she did. I don't I don't think she did. I definitely don't remember seeing them in any of the Halloweens that she was in. You know what? Let's start a campaign for Tony Collette. Um, bitch. Let, let me think about it because she creeped me the fuck out. Thank you guys for the Don't Grow in Their Girl podcast. Yes. Good night, everybody. We are good. Say goodbye, Queen. <laughs> Bye, guys.